This is Perry Green with God in America. I want to thank you, as always, for listening in today. Our topic is, what about critical race theory? Critical race theory is at the forefront of the activities in our culture right now. At first blush, CRT sounds like a good thing. It purports to be an equality movement for the downtrodden races akin to the civil rights movement of the 1960s. However, when you dig down, you will find that the leaders of BLM and other critical race theory activities are actually trained Marxists and community organizers who work not really for the good of the downtrodden, but the overthrow of governments all over the world. To them, quote, the issue is not the issue, the issue is the revolution, unquote. They will use whatever and whomever they need in order to accomplish their purpose. David Horowitz, a conservative author who previously had been a 1960s radical Marxist, wrote in Jewish World Review, September 6, 2001, this statement. The social justice organizations, protesters, are the fifth column vanguards envisioned by weathermen declaring war on the empire and plotting to tear down its walls from within. This personal observation reflects one facet of a noble-sounding ideal that is actually a Marxist initiative. Critical race theory is the process of organizing or categorizing everyone into groups, then pitting them against each other to create division, fear, panic, and hysteria. In the confusion, people will trade freedom for security, allowing the government to usurp power. In the last month, I've heard two men and one woman speak out against critical race theory. What is interesting to me is that these three are black and Christians. They approach CRT through the lens of scripture, not the ideologies of the radical left. They go beyond emotion and point out intellectual and spiritual facts. Each concluded that critical race theory is a divisive, detrimental teaching from the pit of hell. Its root is not to better people of color, but to use them for ungodly purposes. Remember, Marx was in league with Satan, not the Lord. His philosophy does not match scripture, but opposes it. America is not like other countries where we are separated by economic status. Unlike other nations in the world, Americans can move from one economic level to another without any pushback or real surprise. The Christian work ethic of hard work and ingenuity can give a person wealth and status without being born into it or achieving it by devious or deceitful means. So the communist community organizers have to choose a different route to divide and conquer. In America, that happens to be race. Yet the three African Americans I heard each said that America is not a racist nation. Propaganda has been well used to stir dissensions between the masked and the unmasked, the jabbed and the unjabbed, and especially between blacks and whites. The CRT rhetoric tells a lie to people. If you were white, you could succeed in America. Since you are white and successful, you're an oppressor. Since you're not, you're the oppressed victim and cannot succeed. We'll tell that to George Washington Carver or Ben Carson or Barack Obama. Each of the three presenters have become successful in their own right and do not feel like victims. One of the speakers I heard drew a biblical idea out of all of this. He used Jeremiah chapter 1, verses 4 and 5. The passage reads, Now the word of the Lord came to me, saying, Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. 
And before you were born, I consecrated you. I appointed you a prophet to the nations. He illustrated this passage in this manner. He said that while in heaven, before he was sent to his parents on earth, he and God had a conversation. You see, as with Jeremiah, God knew him before he was even formed in his mother's womb. God told him that he, the speaker, could best glorify him as a black man born in the United States. That seems to fit well with what God told Jeremiah. What if God had that conversation with all of us? Maybe he did, and we have forgotten it. What that means is, you are who you are because God made you that way. Your gender was determined by God, your skin color, your height, the location of your birth, your parents, even the number of hairs on your head. However God made us, he did so for his glory. Don't apologize or feel shame for how God made you. He was intricately involved in your creation. He wants you to walk with him according to his word so that you can live a good life while glorifying him through that life. Then he wants you to spend eternity with him, and that is open to all people regardless of skin color. Something else that occurs to me, and I will close. We're told we are racist if we are even aware of a person's skin color. Well, God sees race, gender, and status. In spite of those differences, there is a way we can unite, and that way is in Jesus. He died and rose for every one of us, regardless of these things. Notice that God is aware of our differences, even our racial ones. In Galatians 3, verse 28, there's neither Jew nor Greek, there's neither slave nor free, there's no male and female, for you are all one in Christ Jesus. As we close, keep the light of God's glory burning. Thank you.